Super Talk Mississippi media production. Well, free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. And good Friday afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Eagle Hour. Bob Getty and Luke Johnson from the First Bank Studios in Laurel and Hattiesburg. We're glad you're with us. We're glad it's Friday. And uh, we're glad the weekend is just around the corner. Opening segment of the show today is sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit. Our good buddies are serving great food seven days a week. You can get it through drive-thru, or you can uh, have it delivered to your home. But don't forget the importance of supporting our local restaurants uh, through this period of time we're all experiencing. Dickie's is open seven days a week. The food is just as good as it's always been, and we encourage you to do business with Dickie's Barbecue. This would normally be a day that uh, the Eagle Hour does a, a lot of on-site locations. Normally, under regular circumstance, we would be at Ramey Motors down in Purvis today, but for obvious reasons, we're not, but we're going to visit with the guys at Ramey's uh, later in the show uh, to remind you that they're still open and all the great things that uh, they're offering down there. Kelly Sander will join us a little later in the show as well, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to Kelly. But we're going to start the show today by talking to Trey Sutton, a former great baseball star at Southern Miss and uh, a state championship high school baseball coach just last year at West Jones. And uh, Trey, glad to have you on the Eagle Hour. Thanks for your time. Yeah, thank you all for having me. Well, you go out last year and you win the state championship, I believe the first ever for your high school. And, of course, uh, you're representing the black and gold in a lot of ways when you do that. And then this year you come back as the defending champion only to have baseball season canceled by a virus. On a scale of 1 to 10, Trey, how how frustrating and disappointing has that been for you? Well, it's been a disappointment for sure. Um, you know, you've you put so much work into uh, getting ready for the season and, and preparing for the season, and, and the players put in work, and uh, everybody puts in a lot of time, boosters and parents, and uh, you know everything's rocking and rolling along for ten or twelve games, and and then you <laughs> then it just stops. Uh, so it's been a it's been it's been disappointing. It's been uh, weird. Uh, unprecedented what we've what we've kind of been going through here um so we just you know with the disappointment we've just been trying to you know stay positive and and just roll with it now how were you notified how did how did that shocking news first get to you that you were going to have to just stop your baseball season well i guess the first step of that we were uh we had just played a ball game on tuesday night up in Stringer against Sumrall, and uh, we were supposed to go down to the coast, I think George County, to play Heritage Academy that Saturday. And uh, Friday, our school district made the decision to go ahead and postpone or halt all spring sports at that point. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think our school district actually... uh, 
made a move before even the state did as far as shutting us down. And then, of course, you know, after that, you know, the domino effect kind of started happening where you had uh, more and more people doing that. And then, obviously, Governor Reeves and, and the MHSAA have, have come out with, you know, instructions to not do anything. So that's kind of how it, how it went. And uh, it was just really weird. Uh you know, and, and like I said, I'm really disappointing at the same time, but, you know, because you didn't really know what, what you were dealing with with this virus, and um, there's been some concern about it, obviously. So that's kind of how it went down and how we found out. Right, and, and tough for everybody, but really had to be tough when you told the seniors on your baseball team, right? Yeah, I mean, we had a group of seniors this year that, um, that we were really excited about, and uh, it was really a group of guys that had kind of waited their turn and um, behind some of those guys on that team last year, and, and they were finally getting their opportunity to to play and perform, and and they were doing a really good job. And we, you know, we had some young players in some areas, um, but we had we really liked the team we had, and uh, and those seniors were a big part of that. Right, Luke. Trey, thanks for being on, man. And uh, I've been uh, neck deep, and, and I didn't mean to just to bring this up, but it's just what I've been looking at all week. Man, I, I know uh, this storm this week out in SoSo, and I I want to brag on one of your players, man. Uh, yesterday I was sitting in First Baptist SoSo, and one of your kids came in, and he's wearing his West Jones baseball giddy-up, and uh, his house got basically almost totaled in the storm. And, dude, he had been out like chainsawing other people's yards. Talk about uh, what kind of culture that you've tried to inspire and create at West Jones that would produce kids like that that I've seen in action this week. Well, I think a lot of what we do is just reinforcing what their parents teach them. Uh, We've got a lot of good parents, a lot of good people, and a lot of good kids. And, uh, you know, you kind of see it whenever people need stuff. Uh, and, and this week is a great example of that. Um, you know, we were, we were kind of sitting there watching what was going on, on on the news Sunday evening. And, uh, of course, I, I live down in Hattiesburg, but, uh, you know, I'm keeping up with – we got a group chat, and we're kind of trying to keep up with everybody. And, and uh, you know, as we watched the storm, and we're kind of tracking it and watching it, and they said West Jones High School on the news, and – and this thing is, you know, a couple miles wide, possibly. I mean, it got pretty serious. And, uh, you know, we had a lot of people lose stuff. Um, but it's, it's you know, I think that community and that's – we moved there when I was in, in the eighth grade, and I just fell in love with that place and that community and the people there. And – uh I mean, it, it takes special people to. I mean, you drive around up there now, and it it's unbelievable what's been done in five days. Um, and we had, you know, I had players out that night with chainsaws. It was like a chainsaw army headed out to uh, to help clear roads and and get people cleaned up. So it it started right after that storm came through, and and they've, they've you know, they're still some of them are still getting after it. So. It's really cool to see. It's really, I told them, I, you know, how proud I was of them for, for getting out and doing that. And But that's just how that community is. Uh, it's just ingrained in, in people up there.
I've I've seen a lot of uh, West Jones uh, people over the last few days. A lot of them, uh, several, not just that kid, but several of your players. Um, you know, with with the NCAA, um, you know, granting an extra year of eligibility to to spring athletes. Obviously, they won't do that in in high school baseball. It, I guess it's just tough that you, you know, some of those seniors that y'all were looking to make another run this year. What's kind of been your message uh, to your seniors? Uh, you know, it's, it's, I think really just our message to them is, you know, meeting them there. Like, you know, this, this, this is no good. You know, I mean, it is, I can't imagine uh, being a high school senior. I think even, you know, me and you and a couple other guys were talking not long ago just about high school baseball memories, and a lot of those happened your senior year. And I can't imagine being a, a high school senior and, and loving baseball the way I do, and and you know, looking forward to your senior year the way you do, and then it just stops. And then it's just not only does it stop, and then it's just gone. You know, I I remember I remember my last at bat as a high school senior. Um, and and your last game, this is the last game I'll play. Uh, but you kind of get to prep yourself for that a little bit as the season goes, and as you get into the playoffs, I mean, you you know it's coming at some point. Hopefully, like last year, you lot you win your last game, and it's and it's and it's great. Uh, but only one team a year gets to do that. Uh, so it it's it was different. It's just different in the fact that it just is over. You know, they they didn't have any prep time, they didn't have any uh and it's just as bad on their parents. You know, I mean they're um you know, parents invest so much time in their kids and and especially the seniors and it's such a special and fun time to to be around and watch it and then it's just over. Uh so you know, I think our message to them is just kind of meeting them there and, and you know, telling them, yeah, you know, this does suck, man. You know, and, and we hate it. Uh, and just trying to, to empathize with them a little bit and, and meet them where they're struggling. All right, Trey, we appreciate very much your time, man. Sorry that uh, you're having to deal with this, but... Uh... I know you're doing a good job and and getting the right messages across to your kids and uh, look forward to baseball next year. I hope you stay safe and uh, thanks, man, for being on the show. Yep, thank you for having me. All right, Trey Sutton, everybody, head baseball coach at West Jones High School, former Southern Miss great. Kelly Sander didn't go to West Jones. He's not a former Southern Miss great, but we're still going to have him on the (laughs) Eagle Hour next. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Hey, I want to thank Trey Sutton for joining us early in the program. And uh, our condolences, uh, in a sense, to his baseball team. As uh, kids all over the state are deprived of their senior year because of this terrible virus. Uh, we appreciate him. 
This segment sponsored by CampusBookmark.net. CampusBookmark.net is open and running. They've got someone there full-time monitoring the website, taking your orders, making sure that uh, whatever you pick out uh, to brighten your day with Southern Miss logos on it is delivered right to your home. So don't forget about CampusBookmark.net as we continue to work our way through this uh, COVID-19 virus. All right, Kelly Sander joins us right now. And, uh, Kelly, uh, more news, more cancellations. It uh, It just seems to mount up every day, doesn't it? It does, but you know, interesting. You know, you're mentioning about the Mississippi High School Activities Association, Bob, officially canceling all spring sports, which certainly is no surprise, because uh, Governor Reeves said all you know schools were done for this academic year. But the Mississippi Association of Independent Schools said that they're not willing to go that far yet. Uh, that they they have not made an official declaration that the MAIS season is over. Uh, so that might be something. You know, worth watching. Again, the MAIS has not ruled on whether uh, the spring season is officially over, although the MHSAA said they are done until uh, school gets rolling again in August. Meanwhile, the PGA of America looks like they'll be the first professional sport to um, the first domino to fall where the PGA has said they will begin tour action again the week of June 11th. The week of June 11th, the PGA Tour will begin play. However, the first four events will not have any fans. There will be no gallery for the first four events. They will get in the U.S. Open, though, which will be in September. Uh, incidentally, a couple weeks after that, the Sanderson Farms event that uh, Mississippi hosts will go on as scheduled that first week in October. And then a couple weeks after that, the Masters. So we'll have two Masters tournaments uh, very close together one in november and then all things uh, quote unquote getting back to normal they'll stage another one in april but the pga tour has said they are going ahead now june 11th the first week albeit the first four weeks without fans but again it'll be something to watch on tv you know that will be that will be live and have some meaning and um you know, I know there are a lot of people who kind of make fun of watching golf on TV, but I think you guys will be a lot of sports fans relieved to see something mm. on TV that's not 10 years old, regardless of the sport. Now, you know it's bad when a lot of people want to watch golf on TV, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, you know, you're sitting at home alone and it's all quiet anyway. You know, at least, a word. I wonder if the announcers will still be talking in that very quiet voice because there won't be anybody else there. So yeah, They'll have to out of habit. Right. Yeah, I guess I guess they probably will forget where they are. <laughs> and, uh, but 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 you know the the significance of that decision is that one professional sports organization said we're going because nobody nobody generally wants to be the first in anything, you know, because of the after effects of a decision. Are you sure you want to do that? You know, I don't know. I don't know. Well, the PGA said they're going for it. So and it's it's not till June 11th, but at least. It is a decision to move forward. All right, Luke Johnson. And the end at the end of June, would you go stand in a gallery with thousands of people watching professional golf? If I can watch it on my TV, right? Uh, there you no. go. Right. There yeah. You go, right. But yeah, I mean, it depends on the tournament. I mean, let's be honest. And and at the same time, though, I, I want to be part of the solution. And it just goes back to someone in our federal government have says the. Uh, 
you know the the cure can't be worse than the problem and mm-hmm. and I, and there is a very true segment to that so yeah i mean the biggest thing is they got you're looking at treatments you're looking at cures right now you know if if they can evolve on that front in the next 90 days then absolutely i would yeah uh, yeah i think that's the key don't you kelly if if there's a if there were a vaccine maybe not a vaccine i don't think that's going to happen but but an effective treatment you know, if you got this, that you know you wouldn't end up in an ICU ward on a ventilator, uh, and you could take the treatment and get better in a few days, that that would make a huge, huge difference. Well, what do, what do uh, psychologists always say? It usually takes about three months to form a new habit. And I just think going forward, people will always be kind of cognizant of social distancing, and the tradition of shaking hands might uh, might be out the window. Um, so I, I think kind of like uh, kind of like these sports teams and these organizations, fans too will have to say, you know what, I'm going to risk it. Yeah. You know, and because I know athletic directors are are sweating bullets across the country at every level mm-hmm. as to whether fans are going to come back, even when the government says it's all clear. You know, we we talked about early on on this program about how athletic directors nationwide thought that. That football attendance, even if they play, is going to be down in the neighborhood of 30% across the board. Mm-hmm. And some schools who are living pretty close to the edge financially, that, that's devastating, a 30% cut in attendance. Right. So, right. And schools are already trying to get ahead of that, that curve financially of dealing with what they suspect to be um, much coffers that don't have near as much money in it the next couple of years. So this is, man, it's just unbelievable how... Everything as we know it is going to evolve and change in some way. And, and who's to say it might not be for the better in the long term? Yeah, well, that's what we have to hope, you know. Right. Uh, I, yeah, I, I think people will go back. I'm sitting here right now looking out our studio, and there's a there's a discount clothing store, a discount store uh, located in this shopping center. I'm not sure how that's classified as essential, but apparently it is. And there's just a steady stream of people going in and out of the store. You know, so I do I think people are going to go back? I think they are. I guess I'm one of the guys that's a little concerned about maybe too much activity too soon. And then right. the, and then this fall, we're revisiting this nightmare again, and then we're not going to have our football season. Does that make sense? It does, but, but we have the advantage of three or four months the way that, that the healthcare professionals and scientists are diligently working to try to, Right. To That's get ahead right. of this thing, that we'll have time on our side there. And as Luke mentioned, perhaps some treatments will be available by then. Uh, I think everybody is talking about a 12 to 18 month interval before there's a, a vaccine. But if there's a treatment, you know, any every day that goes by, they'll get a little bit closer, hopefully. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, every day that goes by, hopefully, is a day closer to ending all this nightmare, right? I mean, I think that's, Luke, the way we have to look at it, right? Yeah, and, and you just got to trust the the professionals out there. I mean, there's some really good people. I mean, the best that we've got working on this. And, yeah, I, I think this has been one of those responses where, yeah, we could have probably done a little more ahead of time. At the same time, there's a lot that was done ahead of time that's not being recognized or shown right now. So mm-hmm. just, like, just take your, you know, ideological or political just pause button and just chill and say we're going to do the best we can 
Uh, that's what's been amazing. I keep going back to it, guys, and I, I don't want to keep bringing up tornado stuff. It's just what I've been staring at for the last six days, five days. It's so amazing. Nobody asks, uh, you know, what your affiliation is. Nobody asks who your favorite team is, what your party is. It's just like, let's do what's best for everybody. And if people would keep that same mindset, especially in the media, it's probably impossible for them to do. It would be a whole lot calmer around, and we would, it would seem like we would be able to recover a little faster also. Right. And, and going and if you go back to Hurricane Katrina, you know the Bush administration was criticized so badly of the way they handled that. But again, uh, a hurricane of that magnitude we had not ever experienced. Right. So we, as a country, we as a government, will learn and have learned a lot from this already. So you would think, golly, you bet a dollar to a donut that that the next time this were to happen, there is now some protocol, there is some precedent, there are some things that we will have learned, and uh, we'll try to get ahead of it. So that when it happens again, not only will we not be surprised, but we'll be ready for it. That's right. You know, we talked about this last week, Kelly. And, and again, I don't maybe just talk about what I'm looking at out in the parking lot here. But these kids that are working at this grocery store here, uh, delivering groceries out to people's cars. You know, I, I just can't say enough for, for all the people that over the past month that the three of us have been separated and 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 everybody else, you know, has been sheltered in place at home. That these these young people and older people are just out there putting it on the line for all of us. That's an encouraging sign that to me that maybe we will have a football season. And you know, I, a lot has been said too about you know the unemployment checks that people are getting, and I'm I'm all for that, of course. But I'm also for the people who are out there working them and and putting them exposing themselves like that. You know, kick kick them a couple two or three extra bucks an hour you know just for the fact that they're out there and that's something else one thing this country has learned i think out of this already is that people who in 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 the past work blue collar workers have never gotten the credit they really deserve a hundred percent for making this country go you know truck drivers and and you know just anywhere on down the line they just have never gotten enough credit but now they're the ones that are keeping this country going. That's so right. right on, blue-collar folks. Way right. to go. Hey, Kelly, 15 seconds left. I, I heard a rumor that you were going to run by Dickies, place an order for me, go ahead, pay for it, and I could just run by and pick it up this evening. Is that still on? I, I kind of like I'll to... be glad to do that, Bob, but you can rest assured I won't be running by Dickies. I might drive by. <laughs> it's terrible, you guys. i got to get a haircut. I look like David Letterman over here. Uh, <laughs> gosh, awful. Well, yeah, I'm starting to look like, uh, I don't know, Michael McDonald. (laughs) (laughs) I'm starting to rock that Free State of Jones mullet over here. It's looking pretty good. Yeah, we got to get the the hairstylists have to be a necessary business. Right. We're going to get a new promo cut for the Eagle Hour before we get the haircuts, guys. How does that sound to you? All right, Kelly. We'll we'll play Knights in White Satin in the background. (laughs) Take care, brother. We'll talk to you Monday. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll be back. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. 
I'm not sure what day it is. I think it's a Friday. Is that it, Bob? It is TGIF, Luke. It's Friday, praise the Lord. So Friday on the Eagle Hour, third segment, every day brought to you by 4th Street Bar and Grill, located on 4th Street in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, serving you curbside right now. And we appreciate Slade and his team over there, their support of the Eagle Hour, home of the 895 lunch. It's Friday, um, shelter in place, uh, but maybe you are doing some outdoor recreation in your backyard on your land. Uh, we are looking forward to the end of the the COVID-19 outbreak, uh, but we've got on today. We would normally today be down at uh, Ramey Power Sports in Purvis, and so since we can't go down there, we brought um, Dakota Baker on with Ramey's, and he's with us now. Man, how's your Friday going? Man, it's uh, it's busy, man. Very, very busy. People uh, people's kind of worried right now, I guess, since they can't do them. They come up here, buy side-by-side, buy tractor, buy boat, lawnmower, we got a little bit of everything right now for all the outdoor needs, so it's really kind of worked out good for us other than going through about 50 cans of lice all a day. <laughs> I know. I know that for sure. Let's talk tractors for a minute. I've been doing a lot of this tornado relief. I've seen a lot of tractors, and I've become very familiar with front-end loaders and grapplers and all that stuff. Just walk us down the road of what you've got tractors right now with spring and, and summer coming. People want to do a lot of work around their farm and, and even uh, their house. Absolutely, man. Yes. So, you know, we got every tractor basically Mahindra makes with no depth, no regen, of course. Uh, that's one of the big things what these guys have that everybody does have, you know, no depth and all. But, you know, 1635s have been selling really well with the grapples, and we've sold, you know, a few with the storm cleanup here. And, you know, I don't know if some people reached out on our Facebook page, but for the next two weeks, we are selling all steel brand chainsaws at dealer calls for storm relief victims. Uh, so, you know, if you were you or one of your family or friends or whatever was damaged by the storm or anything, you come up here to see us at Ramsey Motors, and we will sell you a chainsaw at cost and, you know, also give it other incentives on tractor deals and stuff like that to help you or your family out in need at times right now. So that's hmm. one thing we're trying to press hard for the next two weeks if we can't get some guys up here and help them out. Well, that's good stuff. And I got some good news for you, Dakota. They're going to open all the state parks and lakes back up Monday. So uh, now would be a great time to come get you a boat because you can uh, Monday hit the water again and, and start fishing while the, while the fish are biting. See, I guess I missed that memo this morning, brother. We sold four boats today. I had no clue. Sold four boats today. So I guess that's probably why. Yeah. Um, I've, really, I've just been so busy in my office. I really hadn't had time to even see what, what was said. I don't even know if we're sheltering for a month more, a week more. I have no clue, man. But you would really hear it, man. We really haven't even seen a hit from it. Uh. I think the first day they announced COVID-19, uh, maybe one or two days we had a lull there, man, but we set records last month for ourselves, sold 96 Hondas, 76 lawnmowers, 29 tractors, and seven boats. So we, uh, good wow. Lord has blessed us for sure over here, man. We've been rocking and rolling. Well, that's good. We're glad to that's hear good. that. Yeah. Go ahead, Luke. Um, so my dad loves to to ride people around in side by sides. Um, he, he's he's bought some land recently, and he got a dozer in there and cleans it out. And people come over to the house, uh, you know, a few weeks ago. Hey, let me show you the, the land. Side by sides have really taken over the market. You know, m- most uh, every old boy, you know, had him a foreman or, or, or a rancher, and that's what you guys sell that too. But the side by side really in the last four years has just kind of taken uh, the market over, hadn't it? Oh, man, yeah. You know, everybody back in the day was always loving the single cab, hard body, Nissan, or a Toyota. And that's basically what you get with a side-by-side, especially the power these things have nowadays, man. Uh, we've actually, right now, we've got one of the biggest stocks in the country of Honda Pioneers and Talons. 
Um, but my my lot looks like it looks like it's got COVID nineteen right now with as many of them we've got out of here, man. We've it's just been crazy, man. I, I can't stress that enough. We've been stacking it deep, selling it cheap. Um and right now Honda's doing ninety day deferred payments as well as Mahindra. Um and I think every every lender we have is giving that payment relief. Um, so that, that's just been big for us, man. Been very big for us. So I guess what you're saying, Dakota, is you're trying to say that there's just no limit to the effectiveness of Eagle Hour advertising. Absolutely not, I man. That's that's what we're. I mean, so <laughs> hey, I will say this, guys. Uh, lately, we have had in the last four days, we've had about five or six guys out of the Delta. Two guys did hear us on Eagle Hour. They come down here and has bought some stuff from us, a couple little boats and side by side. So yeah, Eagle Hour's getting to them. There we go. So you, you you do business with folks up in the Delta, huh? That's good Absolutely, to hear. Man. That's good to hear. And, and then, you know, to the tractors, that's that's our biggest market is the tractors up that way, man. We're getting getting a lot of hits there now, so hopefully we can press harder in the Delta. But then again, too, you know, those guys are running big, big ag, you know, 250 to 500 horse tractors. So we, we kind of got the little, little Pee Wee Hermans of the tractor world compared to their stuff. Yeah, well, they're pretty helpful right now in a lot of areas, right? you dang right, brother. Yeah, you're right. What about cars and trucks, Dakota? Uh, you know, still rocking and rolling them. We uh, took a little lull there because of, you know, the COVID, of course. Uh, all of our Mannheim auctions shut down everywhere, but basically Jackson, Mississippi shut down. So we got lucky and, and got in at the last auction. We've got, good Lord, man, I think we've got about 90 vehicles in stock, ranging from little, you know, little grocery getters to some Porsches. Uh, got a couple of new 18-model Z71 trail bosses in, a bunch of diesel trucks. Um, you name it, brother, we got it. Well, you know what I miss the most, and I bet Luke will uh, pitch in on this. The, what I miss the most about coming down there once a month is you guys always have donuts and candy popcorn. and Dude. popcorn, and uh, you know that you're singing our tune when you have that oh, kind of man. stuff. Oh man, yeah, we want to make y'all so comfortable. We want to make <laughs> our customers comfortable. You know, we got I got to cook a little extra. You know, when Kelly comes down, you well, know, yeah, just make sure yeah. he's yeah. happy. So. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. It's that's what, what I was about to say, Bob. You're taking the Kelly angle on that. I didn't, I didn't yeah. know you were trying to be like him in that aspect <laughs> of your life. But there you go. Yeah, well, you know, everybody wants to be like Kelly. Uh, now, I got one big question: Has Luke bought that lawnmower yet, Dakota? You know, I've still got his <laughs> deal, Bob, on my desk, oh, and the man. interest is racking up daily. Yeah, you hear that, Luke's getting more expensive every day you put this off. Can, can we be honest about this? There's no place at the remodel to store it. Now, Dakota has known that, and I have c- continued to remind him of that. But let's oh, just man. go ahead and let's just throw me under the bus. Tell me what I'm missing with my grave. I tell you what, the, the, the grass at the remodel is getting a little high, and I'd already told my – we're looking to move in in the next two weeks, okay? But tell everybody what I'm missing on my gravely right now. Dude, I <laughs> – Lord, I don't know, man. The HD 52, I, I tell you this, look, I've got one left. And I've uh, I actually have ordered 168 lawnmowers in the last three days, um, and I don't think I'll be getting any of them for about four to six weeks. So I hope I've got one left I can sell you. I hope mm-hmm. I got I got your name on it. It's been back there for about two months, so mm-hmm. I may have to take the, yeah. the Luke Johnson off of it and sell it to sell it to the next one. I'll just reserve but, the next one that comes in. But those are those are what people want. I, I've I've talked to several friends who have had, and the reason I decided on that gravely, and had already bought it in theory. Now let me let me be honest with it. Let me just get off this for a second, Bob. I had a down payment about twenty five percent of what that thing's going to cost in my hand at a remote, and and Dakota did say, "Hey, we'll do it. We'll do it next week, Luke." So I, on my end, I tried. Okay, yeah, I just want to put Luke it was out ready. there. I, I got to give Luke that. Luke had it. He was ready to pull the trigger and let's get the deal done. I'm like, look, man, keep. Keep your money. I can do this with zero down. 
you know, 0% interest for 48 months with these guys. It ain't no big deal. You know, but then, hey, you know, things happened. Luke went and then it was a me. good word for us. So, I mean, hey, yeah. it, it all worked out. It mm. don't matter. But, we, I've got plenty but of But talk things. about... <laughs> talk about why Gravely is is the the name. It. I mean, what I was saying was, I've talked to two or three of my buddies. They've had Gravely's, you know, on and off for fifteen years. It's the best name in the business. I mean, dude, yes. What's what we looked at? So we got Honda. Honda is the most reliable ATV or side in the world. I don't, I'll argue anybody on that. And that's what we were kind of looking for in, in lawnmowers. We wanted. We don't want no. We we didn't want the creme de la creme. We don't want these high fancy, you know, fifteen thousand lawnmowers. We want. What's going to work for our, our little economy customer that needs something to just cut their one-acre yard? I mean, these guys have been around since 1915, man. I mean, you can't beat that with a stick. I don't care who you are. I mean, to last that long in America, and they're still made in America, run Cowie engines on them, three-year powertrain and a five-year deck frame and shell warranty on the base model. I mean, it's, it's pretty stout, man. And we just it's just great quality for a good price. That's, that's what we're after. No question, and you sell a lot of uh, you sell a lot of weed eaters and things of that nature for yard work as well, right? Absolutely. So you know, our biggest thing is package deals. Like I said, last month we sold sixty nine package deal lawnmowers, and every one of those packages had a steel brand weed eater blower and a chainsaw, most likely in them, and then another mower. And of course, we sold just raw. Um, but yeah, man, we uh, well, like I said, the storm stuff too. That we we were just about sold out of all of our steel stuff, but. Uh, good Lord blessed us again and brought us uh, <laughs> our rep, drove all the way down from North Louisiana with a trailer and, and restocked us up. So, But we're still getting shipments daily on the stuff like that, Florida Storm victims, and uh, and we should be stocked all the way back up. I think actually at the end of the day we got a truck coming here at about 3, so we'll be stocked back up. And if you all know anybody that needs some stuff, send them our way. We'll get them at dead cost. Uh, either cost on all of our steel stuff. All right, well, Dakota, we uh, we glad we got you on the show. Glad, good to talk to you again, man. We're looking forward to getting back down there as soon as we get the okay. We we plan to come back and uh, uh, sure and we'll we, we will bring Kelly with us too. Yeah, bring Kelly. Make sure you bring him and Luke. We'll have to make sure Luke brings the down payment, and we'll uh, we'll get him rolling too. <laughs> right, I'll co- bring a trailer this time, okay? There so I won't go. go home empty. Just yeah, want to put it out there. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, we we enjoyed it, fellas. Uh, looking forward to seeing y'all. All right, stay safe, Dakota. We'll look forward to seeing you as well. And that's Dakota from. Uh, Ramey Motors down in Purvis, and I tell you what, if you haven't been down there, you ought to go. Luke summed it up best. He said it's like a, it's like a, a, a man's. What'd you say? A man's toy store. I mean, it's just unbelievable. If you if you don't have a man card, they'll give you one when you walk in. There the you go. It is an amazing place in Purvis, and we thank them so much for their support of the Eagle Hour. All right, Luke and I'll be back in just a few minutes. We're going to wrap up the week when we come back. Southern Miss to the top. Last segment of the Eagle Hour this week brought to you by Toyota of Hattiesburg, located on Highway 98 West in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Also online, Toyota Hattiesburg. 
Toyota.com. If you're looking for a new vehicle, Toyota will definitely uh, fit it for you. They're some of the greatest uh, vehicles in the world. Trucks uh, with the Tundras and Tacomas. Camry, one of the best-selling cars in America. And Toyota Hattiesburg can help you with all your automobile and SUV truck needs. Reach out to them online, toyotahattiesburg.com or on Highway 98 West in Hattiesburg. Luke and Bob from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg and beautiful downtown Laurel. Uh, A couple notes on Southern Miss ladies basketball. The Lady Eagles complete their signing class. They uh, signed one more and out of a junior college in Indiana. I was looking for her first name. Uh, Where's her name? Miss Hawkins. I'm trying to... Where is her? Fess Hawkins. There we go. Fess Hawkins, a 6-1 forward, originally from Bentonville, Arkansas. Bob, in two seasons, she scored 890 points, 755 rebounds. Third team, JUCO All-American, this past year averaged 15.7 points a game and 14.5 rebounds per game. So Fess Hawkins the uh, latest member of the Lady Eagle basketball team. Also, just an announcement, and again, all this is coming from uh, COVID stuff, Lady Eagles have canceled the uh, summer camps that were for June. And so Joy Lee McNellis wants everyone to know if you enrolled already for the June camps, you will be issued a refund. You can contact Christian Barnhill at 601-266-6444. Or reach out by email, but the Lady Eagle basketball camps uh, for June have been canceled. Now, speaking of coach uh, Luke, where is Hot Coffee? I'm not real sure of the exact location of that. All right, if you're in Collins and coming to Laurel on Highway 84, you can turn north off of Highway 84. If you're going towards Taylorsville, and before you get to Taylorsville, you will go through the community of Hot Coffee. Well, I got a I got a message from Joy Lee uh, sometime this morning and. And she told me that she had some family members in hot coffee that lost everything, everything, apparently, their home. So I guess that storm hit hit that area as well. Yeah, it came through the north side of the storm, um, was was on that side of, of Highway 84. And it was, probably was the second tornado. Um, yeah. Coming be. out yesterday, just to, to talk some storm stuff for a second, uh, the initial assessment of these storms was the first tornado that came through. That was the one that just missed us that went through Soso and, and Hebron and, uh, and up into Moss, um, Matt, the Matthews community. The one that you saw, Bob, uh, is an EF4. It is the, is the widest tornado in Mississippi history. It's the third widest tornado in, uh, United States history. It was two and a quarter miles wide and was on the ground for 68 miles. Just unbelievable. The storm. Yeah. It's just to think about the, the path of that. Uh, I had a friend yesterday. I was talking to him in Hebron and they said, Right after that storm came through, the storm chasers were watching that storm from their driveway, so they knew something crazy was happening at the time. The one right behind it, and I think this is the one that impacted Coach's family, it went a little to the northeast. It was on the ground for 84 miles, and the EF3 uh, had, I think, max winds of 150 miles an hour, but that would have been the one that would have gone through hot coffee and and through Taylorsville. Yeah, it's just stunning. I mean, you you see video of these storms all the time, and you know they're they're relatively narrow, but two and a quarter miles, Lucas. It's just really it's hard to wrap your it's hard to wrap your arms around how devastating that really is. That's just uh, that's just almost hard to believe, isn't it? 
I text you a, a picture. It's a satellite image. You can Google it right now. And it's it's a little white line from, and it kind of has the outlines of the counties, but it was taken from a, spa, a, a space satellite. And you can see the uh, the storm path, the, the debris field. I mean, it's pretty... Pretty wild when you think about that. Just before we go into the weekend, I want to give people out there across the state of Mississippi a few ways. If you're still looking to help, um, if you're going to come in and volunteer, um, we need you to call ahead. Now, I'm working with the Jones County Baptist uh, Disaster Relief, and we're staged at First Baptist uh, SoSo. If you're going to come in to volunteer, you need to call this number ahead of time, 601 601- Five seven seven zero six eight zero six zero one five seven seven zero six eight zero. Please call ahead because if you just show up, we can't really prepare for you. So call ahead. Let us know um, what you've got equipment wise, what you're bringing in, how many people you are, and if you want to give financially, um, you can uh, go to our church website, firstbaptistellisville.com, and go to give and just memo it to Tornado Relief. Uh, they're still looking for uh, some donations out at First Baptist SoSo. We're kind of the base, and we're sending them out to Hebron, to Matthews, and even in uh, into malls. Cleaning supplies, detergent, plastic storage bins, and gift cards, maybe to Walmart, Dollar General, somewhere where people can uh, start rebuilding their lives. So that's ways for you to practically help. And you can reach out to me on social media, Facebook, Twitter. Just reach out to me, and I'll put, put point you in the right direction also. It's been a long, tough week. Be weather alert this weekend. More bad weather expected in South Mississippi Sunday. Uh, stay tuned to Super Talk. Uh, we'll certainly keep you up to date about that. And uh, hope you have a blessed and uh, happy, peaceful weekend. Uh, Luke, you're doing wonderful work down there. You keep that mask on. You be careful, bro, and we'll talk to you Monday. I appreciate it, man. I'll talk to you Monday. All right. Until then, everybody, Southern Miss. To the top. Into the Mississippi Media Production.